get this road on All the right. show. Let's shall get we? this. Let's get this party started. Road on the show. It's my yeah. favorite thing. Anyway, um, are we ready, spaghetti? Oh, we're we're ready, <laughs> spaghetti. Uh, let's go. Let's get into this. Let's get in the mindset. Let's all be calm and loving and, you know, really accept that the universe is part of ourselves. And also, please send us $5,000. Um, welcome to I'd Kill a Spider for you. Everybody close your eyes. Again, imagine some soothing music. Welcome to I'd Kill a Spider for you. My name is Catherine. And I'm Carmen. And this is our bi-weekly podcast where we talk about whatever we want. Uh, we are two racialized women, mm-hmm. which, you know, not bad for cult leader status. <laughs> We're two racialized women. Um, we politicize everything. And honestly, we don't care about your opinion. Today, <laughs> if you can't tell by the soothing voice that I'm using, we're going to be talking about cults. Mm-hmm. And actually, this is going to be a continuation. That's part two of our of our discussion on cults. So you could think of this as like the second book in our manifesto. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and mm-hmm. we're really going to be getting into it. We're going to be getting into the things that perhaps, like, let's say yoga, might not actually be cults. But, but, they, but they really feel like them. So much. So much. All right. So let's get into it. I'm going to definitely be adding like some like crystal music in the background. <laughs> that's going to, if you hear it, I've done it. It's going to happen. And that's great. No. So I, the reason I think it's important to talk about this is because I think we live very much in social media. You know, we're living in this time of people creating these weird followings out of nowhere and sometimes it's great, and sometimes it great it creates you know really great community. It creates really great um, dynamics of like collective care, and sometimes it creates an an environment of scary scariness in which oh. people are behaving like demigods and or just gods, and it's very scary. It's very concerning. yes, I agree completely. Um, people are truly just like taking it to you know how when you think about how like because education was what it was all our advances happened very slowly until education became sort of like widespread Mm -hmm. and then advances happened really fast because you're able to have different people from different backgrounds who are educated contributing Mm -hmm. i feel like the same thing is happening with like cults like before where was your reach where was your reach it was you had to like home grow cults that's where you had a charismatic leader and it happened in like a town and like yeah maybe like as things have gone on sure you have the first sort of internet cults but that are like a little bit more widespread Mm -hmm. but right now you can start a cult today and reach millions of people mm-hmm. and like have a huge cult following it's really it's, it's it's built for it we're like the the fact that i feel like in 10 years there's going to be like a million new true crime documentaries on, <laughs> documentaries on these cults about, that have started about these cults absolutely and also a lot of these things that feel like cults i feel like some of them you may not think think that like it's it's that bad, but I feel like even something that's like a fandom related thing could very easily be radicalized, and someone could end up dead. Oh, like a hundred percent. Yes. Like I feel like there's 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 such a thin line. I know we're going to be talking about like things we think are kind of like cults soon, and we're going to be doing um. By the way, we're going to be doing another beautiful PowerPoint presentation, <laughs> which we'll be posting on our YouTube for you to enjoy. 
um, about the things that we think are kind of like cults. Um, but let's all remember that, like, while I say sometimes maybe they'll end up in a murder, some of them already have. Like, sports have already led to actual murders <laughs> Wait till and you. actual people being beheaded. Wait till you see my presentation. <laughs> so... I, again, as I said, a lot of them are kind of almost there, but we just, nobody is going to say, like, the NFL is a cult. But isn't it, though? Isn't it? Aaron Hernandez? Anyway, uh, <laughs> so, you know, I really think that there are different ways to, to see if what you're doing is cult adjacent. Mm, yes. For example, is there a charismatic leader? Is there somebody running the troops? Generally speaking, you know, is there somebody there that does a certain thing and then if they do it, everybody kind of falls in line and does the same thing? You know, is there somebody who looks at scientific facts about things and goes in the complete opposite direction and does not care what you have to say? These are the things we really need to think about. How much money are you spending in it? Are you finding- How much money are you spending? spending? Because that's really big. And then also, you know, are you finding that you're losing more and more friends because you're becoming more and more insular? Do you find yeah. that all of your friends are in the same group? Are you concerned? Do you find, <laughs> are you concerned? Do you find that when people oppose you, you get sort of like a little stressed out? If someone were to accuse you of being in a cult or this being cultish, would you laugh it off and be like, oh, that's silly? Or would you get a little defensive? Oh, yes. These are, these are a lot of the things. I feel like once you feel defensive, you're already so far gone. Yeah, you know something's up. You know something's up. You know happened. something's up. Yikes. Something has truly gone wrong and you've messed up somewhere and you mm. don't feel the need to be held accountable to yourself, unfortunately, which is really sad. Um, And like, as we said, a lot of cults just kind of come out of nowhere. I don't know if I talked about this in the last episode, but did I talk about that lady who started a cult and she basically said that, um, but the thing is, it was pretty small and they kept getting kicked out of different states and stuff. So I think you might have said the one where the kids ended up dead. No, 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 no. So she, they kept like, it was like a group of like 20 people and they kept moving from state to state. And this woman said that she was God or something. And like the irony of ironies was that I shouldn't laugh. It's not funny. It's not funny. It's funny. Um, <laughs> she, um, please said that like, no, I've been reincarnated 500 times or 8 million times. And if, you know, if I start to, she's like, and I haven't been able to ascend to my, you know, final form or whatever the fuck she said. Um, because, you know, the universe is trying to stop me from, you know, whatever, reaching nirvana. Basically, they mixed every religion you could think of. And um, so she was basically neglecting her health. Yeah. To the point where they think she was dying of cancer. Oh. And then she got so sick that she eventually was like, told her followers, you need to take me to the hospital. I think something's wrong and the followers didn't let her go to the hospital because she said if i ever get to the point where i'm asking for medical aid that's the lower version of myself trying to sabotage my um, oh man my leveling up so she basically sabotaged herself and she ended that up that is dead. a shame cuz like even gandhi was like he didn't let his wife get the medical treatment mm. because he's like that's against our religion and then when he was sick the same way he got the treatment even he was ass like ass. no 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 i'm 
I am going to the doctors. Uh, <laughs> so what a shame that lady didn't didn't have a fail safe. Hmm. See, that's what happens when your believers believe too strongly. Shit hits the fan. Shit, shit just hits, hits the, the fan. fan. You really have to measure again with these cult adjacent things. Sometimes there aren't charismatic leaders Mm-mm. specifically, and sometimes there are. But with the ones that actually do have a leaders, you got to be careful because if you give people the idea that you're so powerful that you can't, you're infallible, like it's gonna, like, 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 it's just not gonna work out. Also, just keep in mind that if ever you feel like your feelings are not valid in certain spaces, in the sense of like, oh, I'm in a lot of pain from doing this exercise and everybody's telling me that it's because I'm weak and not trying hard enough. Please run. Yeah, please do run. Like if it's like, oh, I think I pulled my back or like, you know, whatever. And they're like, no, you just didn't. You're not trying hard enough. You're giving up. Run. Yeah, these are all, again, cult signifiers or cult adjacent (laughs) signifiers. And really, what's the difference? I mean, we discussed before in the previous episode about how religion is, again, almost a cult yeah and i think we should just have a disclaimer here that like yes religion is again almost a cult it's just the version of it that everyone has accepted as a normal thing that everyone mm-hmm. is allowed to do like you're, you're supposed to eat a cracker and think it's a dead man's flesh it's like it, that's fine normal, <laughs> totally normal totally normal that's what a religion is a cult is the version that's just like not matured and the cult adjacent ones are just the versions that are like a little too loosey goosey. They yes. haven't they don't have like the structure yet. But in the end of the day, they're all the exact same thing. Exactly. Exactly. And so right now we're going to do a presentation for folks on uh, is it a cult? I wish we had some game time music, but I will be adding it. <laughs> is it a cult? <laughs> Uh, it could be a weekly series to be honest with you uh, absolutely we could be so um for our dear listeners we are going to be posting our slides on our instagram for you to follow along Mm -hmm. and we will also be posting a video of us doing this is it a cult show so you can listen along now and if you need any visual aid it'll be on our instagram Mm -hmm. um and otherwise it'll be in our youtube both of them i'd kill a spider for you at said websites yeah okay all right folks so here's my presentation. Is it a cult? I'm not sure. Well, like, welcome to it. I'm going <laughs> to just add some cheesy music here. Is it Welcome a cult? to Is It a Cult <laughs> by Carmen Galvin. All right. Let us begin. LuLaRoe. So as I have mentioned in the past, LuLaRoe is a MLM. It's a lot to look at, is what it is. It but. was best known for ugly leggings or very colorful clothing. If you go to the next slide, you will see my reasons. Okay. One, it's run by Mormons. <laughs> That's your number one That's reason. That's my number one reason. It is a Mormon couple okay. who have very Mormon beliefs, and they have basically hoodwinked a bunch of other Mormons into getting into it. They send people on cruises. They're very into Jesus. It's very concerning. Anyway, it's run by Mormons. Red flag number one. Number okay. two, it is an MLM, as I mentioned. Number three, mm. apparently. How do you sell that clothes? Do you know how do you know how much money they were worth? Billions. No. People really? were buying shit. 
Yes. And at the beginning, it seemed like it was like working. And then somewhere down the line, they like couldn't keep up with demand and they just made terrible quality shit. And then because the whole thing, the whole point as to why they were popular is because the brand basically sold these idea of like leggings, tights, dresses, t-shirts um, that were like Ug- basic. Ugly shoes. Basics, yeah, yeah, but they were yeah, yeah. limited edition because they would only come uh-huh. out for a short amount of time. There would only be 100 made or 200 made and then like a new pattern would come out. But obviously- I'm really trying to figure this out, but yes, yes. yes but please, obviously please as your market grows and more people are buying it, you need to come up with more patterns. So it got to the point where it's just the ugliest shit you could think of, which is being thrown right. on clothing. Yeah, it really is. It's like a headache. I was just looking at a headache. Well, yes. And like so, synapses firing. Like, it's just very upsetting. It's very bad. And so you cannot question the status quo. Now, I learned about this when I watched the amazing documentary, Lula Rich. High School Musical 1. Yes. Lula Rich. Stick to the status quo, oh, Carmen. Oh, God, Catherine. No, no, no. 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 I actually, to this Stick day, have not seen statue, High School no. Musical. But anyway, um, so apparently, according to this <laughs> documentary... People were being forced to, or really like put, you know, maybe not forced, encouraged, strongly encouraged to uh, get uh, stomachs, their stomach stapled so that they could be skinny. Oh. And if they didn't. Fit into these mumus? Yes. And if they couldn't, so help you Jesus, they probably wouldn't talk to you anymore. And this was for like higher level execs. Like they had to look a certain way and they kept sending people to go get their stomach stapled in Mexico. It was very sketchy. Um, everyone has a similar look. Apparently, mm-hmm. like, there's, uh, surprise, surprise, barely any racialized people in this group. Thank the Lord. High above. It's basically, like, white, blonde soccer moms. Which you would not, probably not be surprised based on. No, based on the outfit. Yeah. Um, people are all exploited as with all MLMs. And then also, they gaslight you if you can't make your, um like targets Quota? which is very common mm-hmm. in mlms that it's it's a you problem if the marketing strategies aren't working or if you're having to sell really shitty clothing that has you know zero value and no one wants to buy it that's a you problem you're just not selling it well enough so anyway it's a cult thank yeah. you and good night it's not even like is it a cult the answer to the question of is it a cult it, is this this one is yeah, absolutely a cult. 100 okay. percent Part two. Mm-hmm. Keto lovers. I don't really... I mean, really uh, say no more. <laughs> Here's the thing. I know a lot of people have found benefits in keto. I'm very okay with it. It's very cool. I'm glad that you have a healthier lifestyle. But like, are you constantly constipated? Are you told not to eat regular fruits and vegetables? Yeah. Yes, it's very unhealthy a lot of the times. I don't care who Anything you are. Your diet you not should not fruit. consist of pepperoni sticks and Diet Coke and cheese. Yeah. If you true. can eat a giant, you know, bowl of fondue cheese, but they frown, <laughs> That's healthy. But they frown <laughs> upon you eating apples. Yeah, or watermelon. Or watermelon. Shit has hit the fan, my friends. Also, I noticed that for a lot of people on keto, it's all they talk about. Is the food they eat on on their keto diet. If you don't like how you feel on it, it's because you're weak. I often hear that, like, you just haven't, like, you just, your body hasn't adjusted to it. You're just, like, not patient. 
enough. You'll feel the benefit soon. It's like, no, some some people don't want to feel constipated. It's also a lot. My sister did keto and um, she made us some stuff. And I remember eating it and being like, this creates a, this is your, your diet food. Is this like cheese laden, heavy fat, whatever. But also it like was, I was like, I, it's too much. It's too much. I don't know how I could feel if I was eating like fried cheese and fat Every and day. all the stuff. all the time. Uh, And all bacon. Time. You could literally, your sick. diet could consist of bacon and cheese and eggs. And they would not care. It's fucking weird food. It's weird food. Why is your lunch... Okay, the picture that I'm showing... Why is your lunch cold cuts? A handful of olives. Eggs. A fuck ton of cheese. Some nuts. And then just like three strawberries. (laughs) What's happening It's like a charcuterie board, actually. You're basically... Your life will be a charcuterie board. A charcuterie board. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or some like cheese stuffed bell peppers or some bullshit like that. Ugh. Anyway... All right, moving on. I would say yes. Is it a cult? I would say no, it's not a cult. I'd say it's bad, though. (laughs) Very fair. Okay. Football. Specifically. I mean, as we discussed. Football fans. (sighs) Football fans. And when we say football, we're not talking American football. No, we're talking soccer. We're talking le football. Le football. uh, El football. But uh, soccer to us, to our North American friends. And listeners. Including us. Including us, I guess. And here's why. Catherine? All right. People have died. People have died. People have been beheaded. Uh, If referees have been beheaded, if people have been shot for not making the goals, (laughs) if people have been assassinated because of various, you know, bribing situations... If people have been beat up because they liked the wrong team in the wrong neighborhood, it's a cult. It's a cult. It's a cult. And I don't need to talk about the uniforms. Honestly, we're good. We're done. The painting of the face, the like intense. um, It's too much. Fervor. The the, like, I will disown my child if they don't like it. Or that they don't play it. Oh. Or if, like, like, it goes all the way into, like, you're now you're doing fantasy football. And the, you know, have you heard the way sports people talk to each other? Where you're just like, what are you even, are you speaking English? Like, what are you, what are you yeah. saying? Yeah, it's a cult. It's a cult. This one, this one is a cult. Yeah. Absolutely, Carmen. Academia. That's a great point. <laughs> Academia. My God. For anybody that's been in any sort of higher education, you will know from me that I do not toot my own horn. I don't. Do I know some things that uh, other people may not know? Sure. But not everybody wants to know about, I don't know, counseling, mental health, socioeconomic disparities in Toronto. You know? But I don't sit there with my head up my ass thinking that writing some sort of fancy paper that is, is going to change the world. Incomprehensible. Truly, like... <laughs> I so I for those who don't know I planned on being an academic and then eventually was like you know what actually no I don't want to do that no 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 me no auntie because it's <laughs> it no I didn't I don't thank you I didn't want to join that cult I was like this is not for me anymore it's not a life I want to live no. and truly academic writing is so incredibly funny to me because it's so the opposite like shouldn't academia be about knowledge 
and like accessibility sharing knowledge no it is not it is about <laughs> hoarding knowledge it is about writing something that yeah sure if you are an academic you can understand but to people who aren't academics it is incomprehensible nonsense and it always references shit that like I'll, I'll, like an academic would probably be like ho, 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 i understood that reference but everyone else is like i don't know what, what? yeah word they use academic jargon and words that like Nobody else it's knows. Like, it's like you're. It's, you, it's like you're using four sentences or five sentences to describe something you could describe in a word. Absolutely, and very. And I, I mean, I'm not one to talk. I usually use my very large vocabulary all the time to my sister's chagrin. But the vocabulary is wild in academia. <laughs> wild. Okay, so for my reasons, if you go to the next slide, there's, a, <laughs> there's too much hero worship. There are some yes. professors. I'm sure every university has theirs. Some of it is warranted. I have said this before. I will say this again. Adil Abdullahi, who worked at Ryerson University, not sure if uh, they still do, is like Jesus to me. And I'm very okay admitting that. But um, some people in academia have been given hero worship to the point where they do horrible, terrible things and they just get away with it forever. So... That's terrifying. And then also, if people think differently than them, they will bury you and give you terrible marks, even if you have good arguments, which is awful. Also, they're pretentious, as we had mentioned. Sorry, yeah. academia is not saving the world. I truly do apologize to all of my friends, anybody I know who's, who's done academic writing. I think it is useful in the sense of like disseminating certain types of information, but... I do not think that it is the world-changing thing everybody thinks because it is, one, expensive to get into. So who the hell is going to be reading that shit? It's unhelpful in general, and it's elitist and colonial. So it ends up being, generally speaking, a lot of well-off white people getting information that they're not going to do anything with. Just sucking each other's dicks in a circle. like (laughs) It's just... Uh, anyway, and so, so much of the knowledge that we gain um, in academics is like, you have it, but it's like, what do you really do with it oftentimes? And I find that the academics that I like the most are the ones who are actually using their research to do other work. So for example, I know a lot of like indigenous researchers who are researching um, stuff related to like the 60s scoop or residential schools in order to be able to get the government to give more money to the survivors of the various things that are going on or identifying bodies when it comes to like the mass graves that they found or the unmarked graves that they found. It's like helpful, useful, um, you know, often it's not that. Yeah. But 99% of the time, it's just these old white dudes going like, like would you like to hear my thesis on uh, medicine and slave ships? genuinely i remember in university like i was taking a history class about mm, i think it was uh spain in the middle ages or something like that and there was this guy in the class who was in a fucking tweed suit go away go away and he would always like raise his hands and ask some fucking up his ass question and i me and everyone else in the class was like i hope you die like i just like (laughs) we were the vibe always somebody like that in the class opened his mouth we're all like it was not, it was no good. No okay. Bueno. Okay. I'm good with this. And my number one, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. 
More specifically, Gracie Jiu-Jitsu. And uh, let's get into the Gracie. Gracie Jiu-Jitsu is like a subset of, it's like Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and the Gracie family is the family that kind of like popularized blah, blah, blah. And so there's a lot of like Gracie gyms. Oh, so like a lot of like really well-known UFC fighters do Gracie Jiu-Jitsu. So they're like very, it's, it's like a specialized type of training and it's like, it's, it's basically like this family has capitalized on kind of creating their own breed of like cuckoo banana pants athleticism when it comes to jujitsu. Um, but anyway, so here, there's something that I heard. Um, one, you have to bow. Now, apparently some places are lax, so you might not have to. But when I found enough articles telling you or warning you how to figure out if the gym that you have joined, the Gracie affiliated gym that you've joined or the BJJ gym that you've joined is a cult or not, I think we have a problem on our hands. (laughs) So you have to bow to a picture of the high master, headmaster, whoever the fuck, who is the Gracie the like patriarch of the family of the Gracies. Okay, if this is now. You now, are, if we you, get to make fun of North Koreans, you can stop talking, Carmen. We've <laughs> established this is a cult. Exactly. Like if you, if okay, and here's the thing: if we get to make fun of North Koreans because they bow to Kim Jong Un's picture, we get to make fun of these fucking idiots. And to be clear, when I say these fucking idiots, I mean half the celebrities that are like broheem idiots. First of all, Joe Rogan. Oh, is he one? Yep. Imagine bowing to Joe Rogan. <laughs> yeah, so Joe Rogan is a black belt. So technically speaking, apparently if like there's a black belt in the room, you have to bow to them. So Joe Rogan would be somebody you'd have to bow to, but like not all gyms ascribe to like the very strict whatevers. And then some gyms just makes make like rules up however they want. Okay. And uh, the Gracie people, you have to bow to the picture of the Gracie whatever. People who have uh, who ascribe to the Gracie jujitsu uh, related cult, Joe Rogan, which I'm sorry, anybody who's like, oh, he's a free thinker. I'm like, he's in a cult. So clearly not. Um, He's a dumbass. Uh, so Joe Rogan, uh, Russell Brand. Uh, really? Yep. Who else? Oh. Joe Rogan, Russell Brand. There's that Italian comedian who's old, Joey Garcia or something. Who cares? Um, <laughs> just a lot of brohemes, to be honest. Mm. Just a lot of weird brohemes. And it's just concerning. Um, if you leave, it's considered a weakness. Um, apparently, they basically ascribe to the idea that if you're not part of a Gracie gym, you're an enemy. Um, oh, also, this you're is just- dangerous. I should you should not have cult and exercise mixing together. No, 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 I don't no, no, approve no, no, no. because this is going to lead to some very silly murders. Well, that's uh, what I'm saying. <laughs> and so, also, you're discouraged from fraternizing with people who leave the gym. That's like a number one sign of a cult. That is like some Scientology shit. Um, and it's super Jehovah's expensive. And when I say crazy expensive, some gyms tell you that you have to buy their gyms like geese, their gyms like shit for you oh, to join their gym. And it's nice. like hundreds of dollars. So I'm like, so it's just a fucking, it's just like a way to make money. And I'm telling, I'm saying this now, my friends, in 10 years, when the documentary is out about yeah. how Gracie Jiu Jitsu was a cult and destroyed several lives. Heard it here first. You heard it here first. 
Not to yeah. mention that apparently the brothers in Brazil have like a weird background of being pro-paramilitary in Brazil. Very anti-black. Always what you want to hear. You know? Yeah, because they're like white Brazilians. Magic so we words. know they don't like black people. Anywho, let's go to the next one, shall we? Catherine, yours? Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Uh, ba, ba, ba. I like that our aesthetic is so different. Our aesthetic is it? Our aesthetic is entirely different. <laughs> is it a cult? Baby, let's see. <laughs> Purple and pink. It's great. It's great. It's great. It's great. It's great. It's great. Oh, chef's kiss. Absolutely. <laughs> I don't know where you're going from. And I have lots of different colors in mine. Okay. Is it a cult? <laughs> and also our focuses, I think, are a little bit different because I did a little bit more. Well, you'll see. Okay. okay. Is it a cult? Harry Potter. No. No, it's not a cult? No. <laughs> okay. So here's the thing about Harry Potter. We both love Harry Potter. Yeah. We love Harry Potter. We love the books. We love the movies. Mm-hmm. But there is one problem with Harry Potter I don't know right now. Who is that? So- <laughs> who is that? I don't know who that person is. I've never seen this person in my life. <laughs> Who's that human? That is the problem with Harry Potter right now. And the reason why I'm asking, is it a cult mm-hmm. and why it has cult-like tendencies is because I fucking hear myself <laughs> whenever the topic of Harry Potter comes up. I am out here, not, of course, not justifying anything that J.K. Rowling is, is saying right now. That is, no. But trying to be, like, doing mental gymnastics <laughs> to, to still love Harry Potter guilt-free. <laughs> like, like, like the hurdles that we jump over to, it's, it's, it's as if she is, like, the leader of the cult, and then the leader of the cult went wild, uh, but you still can't, you, you can't justify, you can't. No, I love this thing. I love the cult. I love the cult. I love Harry Potter. And so you do all these fucking big ass backflips to like make it fine. So are we not out here being like, you know, I don't think that JK Rowling, the version of her that wrote the books, I don't think she's probably as transphobic as the version who is out here now. And I think that's true. But I also hear myself. And so <laughs> um, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. We be we be we doing a lot of justifying, a lot of like, well, she probably wasn't that bad before, and she definitely was radicalized, and that is again true. But just because it happened later in life, you know, you know, I, I don't know who love, I don't know who this love woman this. is. We love this. This is good. Harry Potter's is great. great. These books are amazing. They are amazing. The thing is, the thing is, they really are very good. And a person who has bad beliefs can write a very good book series. Mm-hmm. But we are all acting out here. All us millennials are out here acting like the great leader has erred and we have to do mental gymnastics <laughs> to just get around it. Because we're not going to support the things, but we are going to still love Harry Potter. So we 100%. just flipping and flipping and flipping. And we have to just deal with the fact that this white woman is the white woman that wrote the book series that we all love. And we just have to accept it. It is what it is. No. It is what it is. All right. So that's my number. That's that's the first one. (laughs) Catherine, we're going to be murdered. I'm not saying anything. I'm not saying anything. We're going to be murdered. I'm saying one thing. I'm saying one thing. Why do they call the band leader the leader? Why do they have a band leader? Why did if you go on Twitter and you go on K-pop Twitter? Why do they all the like, same oh, plastic our surgery? great leader, ha- Carmen? Let's let's not start a fight. Uh, 
Anybody watching this? We we don't have any weapons. I'm so sorry. Like, <laughs> I surrender. Why yeah, they all got their skin bleached? Anywho, um, that they. I mean, look, they're like all wearing the same lip color. Like, it's very <laughs> like, Stepford truly, wives. Truly, and also here's the thing. Here's the thing about K-pop, right? K-pop stands have you know done some good things. Troll um, Trump, but it's just yeah, that's been good. But it's just it's like you watch people genuinely in the same way with like you're in a cult. They just like dive into K-pop and they don't come, escape. No, they don't come back. And, and they all of their friends and everything they post and they just are like so deep in it that it's just it's very. If a K-pop star ends up dead, I'm just saying I'm not surprised. You surprised? No. We won't be surprised. <laughs> if they end, if if Jimin ends up in a basement, nobody's gonna be. I don't even know who that is. One of these guys. I actually <laughs> really yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, I think Just we know what it is. We know what it is. This is, this is uh, I don't want to get, I don't want to invoke any ire. But guys, come on now. That's not, I remember when I was working at um, a museum and someone, one of the, one of these guys from, this is specifically. Yeah. BTS. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't remember. Um, he was at he was at he was at the museum, and people came and were like, "We saw a post. Is he still here?" And I'm like, "You came all the way down here for what? No, he's not." <laughs> okay. All right. Anyway, I'm just I'm not saying nothing. Just you know, just like saying. let the man go to the museum in peace. <laughs> Could you please? Boom, baby. Oh. Ugh. Astrology. Ugh. Listen. Carmen and I are not no strangers to astrology. Uh, we very much enjoy it. It's fun. Um, it's fun. We like, we poke, I swear to God, daily we send each other memes about Taurus and Gemini yeah. and things like that. Like, it's all the time. Yeah. The algorithm knows us. We love astrology stuff. Um, but like, let's not, again, let's not pretend that this is not cult-y. It's not so serious because it has some other things, but I feel like the deeper you go into astrology, the more culty it becomes. And the more the lingo becomes very specific. Yes. And you don't know what anyone's even talking about. And then they'll start talking about your moon being in this house. And you're like, what's going on? Something about Venus and yeah, retrogrades. And, and blah, blah, blah. And it just like becomes so insular. And everybody who's deep in that knows exactly like what everyone else is talking about and so us as casual astrology uh enjoyers are out on the sidelines like okay <laughs> because it it truly it truly gets deep it truly gets wild um and like i remember listen i'm not judging my friend i don't think she's as deep as some of the other people that are but i remember one time uh, i was talking to my friend and i said that i was a gemini and she said oh that's why i like you and I was like, what? What? <laughs> she was like, oh, I always get along well with Geminis. And I was like, oh, okay. That's a wild thing to say. I hear that a lot from from water signs. Like my friends yeah. who are into astrology, they're like, oh, you're a Taurus? That's why we get along so well. And I'm like, what? Yeah. I remember one time, I remember the same, not not same person, but as a similar sort of like group of friends where I was talking to them. And I mentioned that my two of my best friends are a, a Taurus and a Leo. And they were like, oh, how do you get along with them? <laughs> like, just fully judging people <laughs> a million percent on their signs. And you're just like, you know, it's not that serious. I think if no. you treat astrology as a fun time, you're good. If you start, like, judging people and your friends and, like, being like, oh, I don't even talk to Pisces. Like, that's, that's guys. 
Yeah. You're showing the signs. And it could, of, of I think, of the things on my list, this one could lead to, and probably has led to, murders already. <laughs> 100%. Or at the very least, breakups for no reason. Breakups for no reason. Like, you can, if you want to start a cult, astrology is an excellent place. To start. Number one, if you go, go on social media, start an astrology following, then start, like, saying that you are somehow connected to the stars. And then you can get people. This is my business plan for anybody who wants to start an astrology cart cult. Yeah, but um, it's it's ripe for the picking. All right, next one. Right. Karen, did you enjoy the picture that I have in the corner? Mm-hmm. Do you see who that yep. is? Lumpy. No, nope. our good friend. Star Wars. <laughs> okay, Star Wars fans. <sighs> I was. I considered this on my list. I considered it. I did consider it, and I was like. Save it for later. Star fans are absolutely like straight up dangerous. They are crazy. They're dangerous. They're the reason they the will... dude who played Jar Jar Binks almost killed himself, and and the kid who played Anakin almost killed himself. Like the fact yeah, that they, that, they, that like, kid is like just busted and a drug addict now, or like yeah, like on the... a bunch of drugs has been arrested a bunch of times. I feel bad for that. And child. Can you imagine like you are a little kid, you get the role in Star Wars, how exciting, and then everyone treats you like a piece of shit for the rest of your life it's because awful. you ruined a movie, a movie. You know who ruined the movies? George Lucas. George fucking Lucas. And you know what he is doing? Having a great time being rich with a black wife. Like, he's just having <laughs> no pro- he's no problems. George Lucas ruined Star Wars, not the people in it. They literally were just being directed. It's uh, it's a real shame. They're so movies, they are, my friends. So they Relax. Are, they're bullies. They are aggressive. They're mostly white. They are white. particular. They are meticulous. They notice things that... Who gives a shit? Like, if Chewie wore, like, a bandolier that was different, there'd be, like, a million articles where people are like, oh, actually, <laughs> he shouldn't be wearing that because he wore a different bandolier, blah, blah, blah. You'd be like, yeah. all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. The, again, the lingo, the jargon, how deep people go, how they, how they just, like, attack everyone. Of, like, men who probably have standing stormtrooper suits in their homes. Mm-hmm. Truly uncomfortable to think about. So... I feel like Star Wars could become a cult, like a real, real cult. If society crumbles completely and all we have is just like some movies, someone is gonna no, this re- is, pass this, this is, off. What's well, gonna as happen? History, and it's gonna that actually happened in that movie. What movie was that? Reign of Fire. You know that movie with the dragon? Oh yeah, they're, like teaching little kids, and they're just like, <laughs> but it's just Star Wars. Yeah, <laughs> it's Star Wars. It's Star Wars. Star Wars is a dangerous thing. I feel like in a hundred years, if there is not a Star Wars religion, I will be surprised. Okay. Yeah, or... Oh, my God. Yes? Is that Tumblr? Mmm. Tumblr and Twitter. I'm putting both of them together because Tumblr had a big migration when Tumblr stopped allowing (laughs) porn on the website. Yeah, when they stopped doing porn. When they stopped doing porn and they became puritanical, all the people on Tumblr moved to Twitter, right? I do remember this. so there's... A large percentage of Twitter culture right now that is just bad Tumblr culture, right? Mm. I actually saw a funny post where someone was like, what was it? Like, um, like, I can't remember what it was. Actually, I think it was like something like TikTok has recreated certain aspects of early Tumblr, oh, but independently. Right. Whereas Twitter is just a migration of people from Tumblr to Twitter. Right. Now, I mention this because if Tumblr is a cult, I'm still in it. I'm still on it. I'm still on Tumblr. I still go on. Oh my god! I, ha- I don't know why. It's just a compulsion. It's just something I do, and I've been doing it 
for over 10 years now because I've been on Tumblr since 2010. Really aging yourself there. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) Yikes. Actually, okay, here's the thing. I'm cutting that out. I'm bleeping out the word, the numbers. Um, I've been on it for some time. I've, I, I just got on Tumblr because I'm very young. And, um, (laughs) I've been on Tumblr since the first year of university. We'll say that. Yeah. It's been quite a, quite a long time. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I, okay, so here's what I know about Tumblr because I was never on Tumblr. Like, never. I think, like, I'd see posts every once in a while, but I was never really on it. And then, because I watch, um, what is it, BuzzFeed? Like, the yeah. BuzzFeed Unsolved stuff, and then the, like, I guess the Watcher stuff now. Shay- apparently Shane and Ryan, who are, like, the guys from BuzzFeed Unsolved, have, like, a huge Tumblr following. Oh, absolutely. And People I was like, and art. I remember hearing it the first time they mentioned it, and I was like, Tum. Tumblr's still around? Like, I was so, con- I was so confused. But they have a huge following on Tumblr. And I was like, where, where, where has Tumblr been this whole time? I thought they died when they took off the porn. No. But apparently not. The, the, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Tumblr has been wild for a very long time, has had insane fandoms. And that's the thing. The fandom and the fan culture is what was like the lifeblood of that website. Right. And the porn. Yeah. Um, and then they took away the porn, and then all the people who were here for the porn left. Right. And the people who were here for the fandom stuff who were, like, upset at the idea of no more porn all went to Twitter, and that's yeah. why Twitter is a cesspool. The <laughs> Tumblr right now is calm. It's very nice, actually, to be on Tumblr. It's just, like, nice, calm interactions <laughs> with people who are not crazy, who are just, like, doing fan stuff. And it's genuinely, it's, like, it reset to the beginning of tumblr it's just a chill environment so it's like actually quite nice but in the height of toxicity tumblr was it's just like people would be on it all day people would be on it all the time people would be so obsessed with their tumblr fandoms like so deep into it and again that's what twitter has become accessible yeah but here's the thing about tumblr that is actually why twitter is worse tumblr You've never, it doesn't matter how big you are on Tumblr. It doesn't matter. Everyone is anonymous. There was no money on Tumblr. If you had a hundred million followers on Tumblr, all you were doing was entertaining them. Yeah. And that's it. You never had any money associated with it. There's no brand deals. There's no influencers right. on Tumblr. But when you move them, all those crazy people to Twitter, Ooh. then you have just a crazy garbage fire <laughs> that will never end and has ruined society. So, um... I'm saying Tumblr and Twitter are basically like cults or very much like environments where you could grow cults, but uh, specifically Twitter right now. Yeah, that makes sense. And I have one special mention because just in case we had any overlap, I had an extra one. Okay, what is it? Oh, the alt-right. It's a great picture. It's a good picture. A, I, I did not even want to allow them a picture. I was I was going to post a picture of like some rally and I was like, you know what? This is a better picture. Yeah. I feel like we can both talk about this one together. The alt-right is basically a cult. They're just missing a leader. Actually, never no. mind. They have Donald Trump. What done. are you talking about? Done. Done. Done and done. done. Check. Anyway, end presentation. Uh, that's over. <laughs> Close it out. Close it out. Honestly. Because they are currently just just complete shitbags complete shitbags racist pieces of shit shitbags who are probably going to start another coup soon and i'm looking forward to it and they don't they don't listen to reason or fact or anything 
Yeah. Which is like, so isn't that it. so much what a cult is where they're like, mm-hmm. Donald Trump told and me to inject bleach into idea. my skin. The idea that that is their charismatic leader. Yikes. That's a shame, man. Who hurt That's you? That's a shame. I'm saying that's a shame. I'm saying I'm so sorry that, yeah, truly her who hurt you. you. What happened in your life? Because if that is who you think is a charismatic leader, Mm-mm-mm. like the racist uncle at Thanksgiving. The ugly on, racist you're not, uncle. You're not well. You're not a well person. No. So it's really all I would have to say about those people. Honestly, genuinely, I'm more afraid of K-pop stands than I would ever be of the alt-right. So like yeah, I think we saw that when they trolled Donald Trump. Yeah, truly, truly. What did they all right do? Nothing. Does. They can't retaliate Nothing. against bajillions of people. Yeah. I thought about incels, but then I thought about our previous episode where we said incels are not a cult because they do not have a charismatic leader. Because how could they possibly? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. 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 <sighs> anyway, so that's it. That was. Uh, is it a cult? And I think the answer to all of those was yes. Yes, it was. It's a cult. Yeah. Though, so, yeah, that I think that works. I think those were great. Um, I definitely think that if you look back on some of the things that you're into, I mean, we could always do honorable mentions, right? Like we um, had posted on social media, like what's a cult? What isn't a cult, but seems like a cult? And people had some mm. great answers. Tim Hortons was, <laughs> was one of them. Um, very good answer also good answer because tim hortons used to be good it did genuinely used to be yeah. good and now it's disgusting and it's still open i still eat it people still go i still eat it um i love a tim hortons in the morning uh love a biscuit Whoa. sausage sandwich anywho um there was tim hortons there was uh what were some really good ones um <laughs> the improv scene which honestly as somebody yes. who grew up with a bunch of drama kids yeah Carmen's looking directly at me. Yeah, <laughs> the improv, a hundred percent, absolutely. If you did that as a, if you're doing that as an adult, like by all means, find your joy. I will not be there. I will not be cheering you. I'm so sorry. I can't. I just it's cringe, and I feel like it's just not not my steez, not my style. But mm-hmm. uh, improv. There was also Apple products, which is a hundred percent the the truth. The amount of bros yeah, that yes. are like waiting in line for the newest phone, even though the last phone came out. And it's going to get to the point, people, where Apple is going to make you build your own phone. Ooh, that sounds fun. And then you're going to sit there and pay $2,000, $3,000 for the novelty of building your own phone. That's how they're getting you. Your phones no longer have headphone jacks. I know it's truly. Or I have chargers. an Apple ecosystem. Carmen, Carmen, I have an Apple ecosystem. I have my laptop. I have my iPad. I have my AirPods. I have my iPhone. I have an ecosystem. Ugh. 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 It's bad. It's no good. And they're so expensive. I remember my friend got like the latest iPhone like a year ago or maybe two years ago. And no, no, it was a year ago. And he basically told me, he's like, so this phone doesn't come with a charger. I had to buy the charger separately. Yeah. And, like, it's all USB-Cs instead of regular USBs. Truly, like, I want to buy a new laptop. And because I'm, again, I have my ecosystem, I want to buy an Apple. But I don't want to buy a new one because none of them have USB regulars. They have USB-C ports. Yeah. They don't have regular USB ports. It's fucking crazy. Their new computers don't have USB ports at all. Like, the not even just laptops. The computers don't even have any USB. You have to get Like a converter. Yeah. 
Oh, no. So they just want you to spend a fuck time. And the thing is, Catherine can sit there and be like, they're just taking all our money. But when you ask these bros about the impracticality of the shit that they're buying, they're like, no, no, no. There's a reason. It's great. No, it's it's so much better. It's so much better. Truly, I'm, I think I'm going to buy like a like a 2015 laptop <laughs> if, I, if I can find one. And because I, I don't want a new one. I want a USB port. Thank you very much. Yeah, that's fucking wild. I, anyway, anyway. So there's that. And then um, what else was there? There were Apple products. Um... There was another big company as well. Apple. What's what's another big tech company? Tesla. Tesla. Tesla people don't shut the fuck up about their Teslas. Yeah, because they spend a lot of money and they just want you to know. Yeah. Although I did meet one of the nicest ladies ever and she had a Tesla, but she said that like they got like her and her husband got it. And I was like, there's no um, handle on the the handles are like inside the door. So the the door looks sleek. I don't know how to put it. So the door is completely flat and the handle is like internally in the in the in the car. So you have to like reach your hand in and like pull the handle out to open the door. So it's like a completely okay. flat door. There's like no yeah, anyway. So it's very strange. And the first thing I thought was, what if it ices over? And she's like, Oh, I have a garage, so like I'm fine. And I'm like, but what if somebody buys this and lives in Canada and it ices over? You can't even get into your car because they didn't make the handle such that you could just you're gonna have to like open the door. Pick, use an ice pick on your brand new car. Yes. On the, the on the paint job on your anyways. Anywho, Tesla. Tesla was another one, I think. Um Tesla. Oh, we never mentioned Peloton. Oh, how do we not mention Peloton? Do you Again, know how truly, expensive? I, do you know how expensive it is just to get the subscription? Not even the bike. Isn't it like thousands of dollars for the subscription? No. Okay, so I saw that their fitness, their like fitness app, or hundreds of dollars. I mean, their fitness. Yeah, their fitness app is sixty bucks a month, or like sixty nine bucks a month, or some shit. Mm-mm. Why am I spending sixty dollars a month on an app? <laughs> app? On an That's app. not even the bike. That's not even oh. like no no. That's just the easy. And then the bike itself is like two thousand dollars, twenty five hundred. Yeah, that's what it was. Two thousand dollars. And like, I haven't actually met anybody who owns a Peloton. No, I just hear about it, and it sounds weird. And it sounds like you could very easily again start a cult if you were like a teacher on the Peloton thing and you just wanted to start a cult. Easy peasy lemon squeezy. You got it. You have everything. You have access to their homes, to them at their most vulnerable when you're exercising. Your brain is all stupid. It's good. It's a good plan. Yeah. Uh, Goop. Uh, Goop. Gwyneth Paltrow. The thing about Goop is that, like, I don't think... I just, you know, like, is did you know they have retreats? Int- oh, never mind. I was literally about to say, is anyone sincerely into Goop? But apparently the answer they is They have this. retreats. And you pay thousands of dollars for their weekend retreats. I didn't really think it was <sighs> culty. Like, I was like, oh, this is, like, pretentious and, like, full of people who don't give a shit about science. Um, and just want to shove eggs that are bad for them jade eggs up them and whatever the fuck else they do jade eggs up your coochie yeah so fucking stupid but anywho crystals crystals are another cult oh yes but i'm not calling out my sister for but she's in currently (laughs) she's not gonna listen to this um crystals are another thing she has lots of crystals but you know what? Sometimes I think crystals are good in this. Like, they're pretty. I think you should have them. I think they're great. I think, um, especially in therapy, they're good grounding things to yes, have. Yes, they're, they're, they're good for a reason. Like, but- having something tangible as, like, a grounding technique if you're, like, anxious or whatever is good. 
But then when sometimes when people are like, oh, you touched my crystals, I have to cleanse them now. I'm like... Now I have to bathe them in moonlight. Yeah, I'm like, what? <laughs> what? Please get me to the nearest uh, running water or, or um, easy stream that I can get to so I can cleanse my crystals. It's like, ugh. I don't know, man. I don't know. And is there anything else? Mom groups, I have heard, can be really mean. And like, judgy. Yes. And judgy and, ooh, a Pinterest mom group? Ah! No. No. No, thank you. Also, like, I'm into tattoos, but there's people who are, like, really into tattoos. Yeah, and they are very judgy if you don't have a tattoo. Or they're just very judgy if you don't have their style of tattoos. Mm, like, there's people who are really true. into a specific style. And if you don't have that specific style, it's like, mm, they kind of, like, don't like you. <laughs> or they're like oh yeah, oh yeah i just i have this mask and now i want this and you're like do you like what you're seeing like is it good? like do you like how it looks or do you just want it because it's in a style that you now have decided that you need to adopt as like the only style you're allowed to have on your body it's very strange yeah. it is very strange. very strange gosh well i think that's a good place to leave it off yep um, <laughs> Carmen, do you have anything to recommend? A couple of things, funny enough. So I have recommended it before, but given that we're talking about cult and cult adjacent things, watch Lula Rich on Amazon Prime if you can. Amazon is another one. Anywho, uh, <laughs> watch uh, who is a cult that Carmen is firmly in at the moment. Yeah, but not without shysting them out of some money. Yes, absolutely, absolutely, because that's what you do. That's how you. Uh, you know, kill capitalism. Anywho, um, so Lula Rich is a great documentary, which will blow your mind. As I watch it, I was like, these people are fucking nuts. Whatever, whatever. So that's one. The other thing that I started watching, speaking of cults, is a movie show series called Archive 81, which is apparently based on a podcast. It's like a dramatized oh. podcast. It's not like a factual podcast by any means. Um and so it has like a huge, the podcast itself apparently has a huge following. And now they're going to do, now they did the show. Now you will have to suspend your disbelief because the main character is black. And 20 minutes in, I was like, if I were, if I were him as a racialized person and you were like, hi, I know I look real creepy and I seem really weird. Can you please come to this secluded house and do some work for me for a hundred thousand dollars? And I'd be like, no, no, you're going to murder me. And so here we are. Suspended disbelief, I guess. No racialized person would do that, but uh, we're going to just assume that this man did. But it's a good show. Very creepy. Very scary. We, I just realized while you're talking, I'm like, we didn't even talk about Disney and Disney adults. That is another, basically a cult. Like the Disney adults... Yeah, the ones it's... that are like the ones that like buy all the Disney merch and like ha- go to Disneyland every year and have to like Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's like the fact that they opened Disneyland during the pandemic, like it's, it's And that people really went. And people went. Like they're like I haven't anyway. been here in so long. I was like um unwell. Those people are unwell. 
Okay. So my recommendation, again, speaking of another fan-related thing that I think people get very passionate about, is an anime. Here we go. You'll not be surprised. Here we go. So I've decided to rewatch Attack on Titan because I only ever watched the first season, right? Because you just want to um, be stressed yourself and out. And there are four more, and the most recent like season just came out. You want to like, give yourself an ulcer? Like a week and a half ago. Sure, sure. Um, and so I'm re- recommending watching that. Uh, if you want to message me, if you're watching it or rewatching it, I will love to talk about it because I like the show and I like the creepy monsters and I fully forgot everything about it because I had watched it originally. Does my house survive? My house I think is in there to the end. Mikasa? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I think you should give it another dry Carmen. It's very good. Catherine, do I want to stress myself out? Do you know how stressful that show is? It is very stressful. Absolutely I just, not. I just remember the only memory I have is like how stressful it is and like a few characters, but like rewatching it, I'm like, who's that? Like, I, I it's don't still too stressful. That's it's all. Really like, that's all. I watched. I watched the first season, and I was like, yeah. this is this is not fun. It is. It's. I think it's fun. Anyway, because I think the monsters are delightful, scary, <laughs> and in a way that like I think is a little delightful. Yeah. Okay, so that's it. For us, you can basically find us anywhere at I'd Kill a Spider for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you look for us on iTunes, uh, you can leave a review. You can leave a five-star review yes, and please. tell everyone we're great and say, oh my God, this is the best podcast ever. They ramble on nonsensically and I love it. Um, <laughs> so please visit our social media at I'd Kill a Spider for you and I'd Kill a Spider number four, letter U on Twitter. And then you can also find me anywhere at the CC Williams. Anywhere on the internet. Um, you can find me at Carmen underscore Maria 416 for myself and my grief related things or my emo related things. Or you could also find me at BIPOC Grief and Death Talks, which is um, the group that I have on Instagram with my friend Kayla. Thank you, folks. That is it. Again, I've said it before. I said it um, like last time, I believe. You could very easily turn your death and grief talks into a cult. <laughs> I could. And I think you should. But I should a financially profitable cult. Like a like a like it let's if you get this many sadness points, then you get a whatever and you can turn it into an MLM. <laughs> you know? I'm just always Listen, looking for ways for you to make money, you know. Death and death care and death and dying already make so much money off of grieving people. Exactly, Carmen. You could make more money. I just take advantage <laughs> of the grief. I don't know what the problem is. Okay. Anyway. You know, someone's going to listen to this like 10 years from now and be like, see, she's in a cult. Don't join it. <laughs> They're going to be like. Someone's going to listen to this in 10 years from now and say, oh, that's where they got that business idea from. Catherine, Carmen's smart friend who said, <laughs> let's, let's, when you have your TED talk about grief, which I will be watching saltily, I will be <laughs> like, you're going to have a large project with another person who's not me. Like, you have to be making money. So. Well, I technically am, and you know, I'm helping people on the side for free. What? Who can't give a shit? You gotta be making money, okay? Sort yeah. of. Yeah, you know, with organizations. And scene. Like and scene. <laughs> All right, folks, take care.